I got that. I got that. Yeah, heard them call me conscious. I ain't think about it honestly. My thoughts too deep to process, so I do this all unconsciously. Finally feeling God blessed. Got a woke up dropping prophecy. Don't take it out of context. Just before, I swear they always sleep. Now they catch the message. Yeah, bet that every song is deep. It's levels in each concept. But I can't just never mono theme. I'm trying to lead this flock for the cause, not the following. People upon the partner, and I wonder why they drawn to me. Once upon a time, I thought to follow up a dream. Draw life about these lines, nothing twice about these schemes, and like thrice about these insights. What I write is like a blueprint for you to comprehend life. That's life. I reckon make you shine. Never dim it down, even if you live surrounded where everybody vision clouded. Remember staying down ain't quite as good as getting out. It's and remember staying down ain't quite as hey hey hey. Few believed, yeah. Many doubted it was hard for them to think. Somehow I'm finally getting out of that set. Usually, yeah, a vision clouded, but as you can see by now, we finally getting out of writing truth, spreading love. Tell me how you feel about it. Got this music from above. That's how I know I'm getting out of writing truth, spreading love. Tell me how you feel about it. Got this music from above. That's how I. Ay, ay. Appreciate you guys for listening. It's been over five months since I've published a podcast. I did one about a month and a half, two months ago with the intro and outro music artists to this podcast, Real Real, and uh, I fucked up and turned the microphone sensitivity up too high, and the sound was too fucked to save. So apologies for that. Um, a little background on A-Dub, the guest for this episode. This dude's like one of my big brothers. I met him in 2008-2009. He introduced me to the Four Agreements. Um, but not only that, we have shared many uh, epic adventures and experiences and uh, just like a super huge impact on my life. Can't, um, you know, the love I have for him is infinite and forever. Um, this was actually a really awesome conversation, and I say actually because if you know A-dubs, you know he can be a space cadet, a little scatterbrained, ramble sometimes. Um, he's like one of my favorite people in the world, but those are all reasons why he hasn't been more frequent of a guest on here. Um, but this one was super awesome, so I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed editing it and putting it together, um, because this was a good one, and uh, appreciate you, Dubs, and... Uh, Let's talk again soon, man. That was awesome to catch up. Peace, brother. And peace to everybody watching. Again, appreciate you. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, um, I do have a lot of content on my YouTube. Only my full podcasts are on Spotify. Um, I do clips and abbreviated episodes and readings and other um, just content on my YouTube channel that is not on my Spotify or my Apple podcast. Um, so if you are listening on one of those platforms, please check out my YouTube. Um, but before I just spend a bunch of time making this introduction, uh, listen to this awesome podcast, and I hope you guys appreciate it. Peace and love. What up, people of the internet? Uh, I got my man A-Dubs, a.k.a. A-Ron. Uh, this is my, my older brother. He's been on the pod before, but not in the um, balancing act. Well, he actually was with Real Real, but you didn't have a big role in that one. Um, 
but this is this is his debut on the balancing act so to speak and i don't even think i had video the first time we did a pod together so um, yeah i think the first time um i remember i was with that the chick elizabeth and i was in her basement and like it was a decent like hour and some change but um you know we got my story out a little bit but it was like in, in the earlier days of your podcasting and it wasn't as official you know well yeah i mean uh, we were just talking about before we started recording like back in the day like 2009 through 2011 we would have like homie conversations and like you always were like man we need to record it <laughs> we need to record these conversations and uh, that was like when podcasts were kind of a thing but like joe rogan hadn't really blown up yet so um they weren't like super popular yet but uh but yeah, man, like you kind of seeded, I think, in, in my mind, like James and I definitely like talked more about like starting a podcast in concrete terms, but you definitely were like seated in my mind there, you know, and I was like, yeah, we should just do that because we've always had like, I've always had good conversations, especially with friends that are willing to question themselves in the same way that I, I question myself, you know, I'm very self-critical. And I think like sometimes that's a, sometimes that is like, an awesome thing because it makes me sharper like get you know motivates me to improve myself and then sometimes it can be you know my biggest enemy because i'm a little too hard on myself and i take myself personally and shit like that you know um yeah but i am how i am like i've always been super critical of myself you know because i don't know for i think for all of those positive reasons mainly and i feel like i want to do like i want to be the best person I can be for others as well. Like it's not necessarily a selfish thing, but I also am aware of the fact that I can only give what I have. And so like, if I have myself on point, then I can be better for other people. Yeah. So I'll, just now it popped in my head. I think some of that has to do with you being an only child. You right. Know, um, like I only have one brother, but still like looking back as a, as a child, I still remember having that thought, like it's not just me, you know, like, so which sometimes would allow me to like be less accountable. I feel like, you know, because in my mind, like I could like, you know, have my little brother as a scapegoat, you know, or like it wasn't just me. Cause there was other influences around, you know, like everything that I did was still my choice, but sometimes it was influenced by my brother, you know, like, cause I don't know, I, I'm the older brother and growing up, I thought it was just us two like Batman and Robin, but, um, you know, growing up and hearing how, you know, from my parents and how they saw it, like my mom pretty much raised me. And then once I got going, I just like dragged him along, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah. Oh yeah. So we're going to go, uh, that Russ song. Um, what's the name of that? So the song's name is enough. <clears throat> enough. And, uh, okay. There was just like a little part of a verse here that, Adubs and I decided we wanted to talk about for the pod. Um, I'm just actually going to skip the first little part and make it a little bit shorter. He says, no one appreciating us until we're dead and underground. It's no surprise that suicide is super high. It's not unusual because men know that they only get their flowers at their funeral. We're hardening ourselves instead of gardening ourselves. Suppressed emotions, we're alone. So now we're targeting ourselves. Don't want to talk to out of pride in fear of coming off weak some women looking at you lesser if there's tears on your cheek but if there's 
tears tattooed, that same girl is a freak. So they attracted to the pain unless they hear the pain speak. So real. What do you think he's saying? Like, expand on what he's saying there, man. Um, I mean, he's just addressing what's been going on um the past. I I can't call it almost like twenty like, years. Yeah, slowly, but it's coming to like a you know a, accelerated. A yeah, the last five. Mm-hmm. For sure, if not the past like year or two, really, it's like blown up. But I think also the past year, I've been a lot in my head because of uh, you know, I've been in my situation now, kind of being stuck immobile you know because i have three vehicles and none of them do shit for me right now so like i haven't been able to like get out of the house as much which is i feel like keeping me in my head you know um because i mean i've always been a nature person so like hiking and camping and adventuring like that's where that's my release you know like that's where i can like connect with nature and other people and kind of like let go of my energies that bounce around in my head or inside my you know my being and just kind of sometimes wreck havoc you know because i'm pretty i feel like i'm pretty in control of my mind and um you know especially with the toltec wisdom that you know that don miguel imparted to us and and just the things i've learned in life but um it's been really difficult to to like take care of myself like spiritually you know, without um, being able to access nature as much, you know, for for real. Like I, I didn't, I don't, I knew I've always loved it being outside, but I didn't realize how much I need it, you know. Like, and I, I feel like we all need it in some sense, you know, just to connect with Earth and, you know, Mother Earth. But uh, I had no idea how, like, how much it, it just like, it does wonders for me, you know. Those experiences, like, I feel like fuel me. You know, filled me up with like pure A-dub energy. You know, like en- at least enough to to share the way I like. You know, the, this past year pretty much is it's been draining because I haven't had a chance to refuel. You know, in a sense, and like I I'm barely get have enough for myself. I feel like, but but um yeah, this working man, this the job. Even though I'm not really a big fan, it definitely helps. Um, I feel like um. It's fun not to work, you know, but it's just almost, it's just almost crucial for human beings to have like, you know, a job, you know, but I guess that could be just putting something in your, in your just maintaining something like a, in your schedule, like, okay, from every day, from this time to this time, I'm going to do this, you know, just having something consistent, you know, that makes you accountable. I feel like, and this kind of like, it kind of snowballs into other stuff, you know, like. But sometimes, I don't know, it's, it was weird because I was third shift and you know, I'm working, I worked tw- like midnight to eight o'clock in the morning. So it's, it's so tough because I mean, it, I, I do sometimes stay up that late, but I'm not working, you know, and I can just pass out if I want to. But like having to be up and conscious and attentive for eight hours, you know, at after midnight, like that's tough, man. <laughs> um, so I usually go like two days pretty much without sleeping and I'll sleep like one whole day. And I work two more days without sleeping, and then I sleep a whole other day, you know. And then I have one day off, <laughs> so it's it's kind of fucked, but um, it's not bad. But we didn't we didn't really get into the Rust song, man. So, like, what what did you did you actually hear the song first? You just heard the heard the lyrics and stuff. No, I, I did hear it. Yeah, and uh, um, 
man yeah i still haven't like really dug into the album like i want to i've listened to it probably two or three times like three times through but one time like not really type deal um like it's got a dozen songs on it something like that 12 or 13 yeah it's been a while Um, since he put out like a dozen track album nah and it's dope and it's dope it's like uh yeah it's good it's good shout out russ yeah um yeah what if you got him on the podcast dude that would be epic uh russ will you hear us russ come on man the balancing act come balance with us bro yeah maybe if i get big enough you know if if he can if he can benefit from from it somehow i mean Um, so we I'm, i'm not saying stalk this motherfucker but like we should find out what he likes you know and like maybe find some chicks that he likes and finds a certain kind of weed that he likes and whatever whatever and just like you know entice his ass yeah, on some... really what is that or this is that too high of a goal to get russ on here it's just not it's like i mean it's specific but it's just not like i bet he, he's real my I bet he'd be attention re- i bet he'd be real as fuck though you know and like yeah 100 percent. but i'm not gonna being... worry about it if it happens, yeah, yeah. it happens. I ain't like trying to make it happen. That's for sure. That's cool. uh, Dude, we call it Russ and us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. You're a ridiculous human being, Adubs. I know. I mean, I don't know about human being though, but yeah, I don't either. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I know, does right? It, is are we supposed to be like being human? Because most of human beings are not being human. Yeah, no, but, and the Toltecs. The Toltec talks about that. Like, that's why the Toltecs, like the word Toltec is artist, you know, like we're art, we're artists, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I think what they mean by that is like the force that moves our body is like creating art all the time. Like you create, you sculpt your own body through everything that you do. You know, the, the food that you eat, the, the way that you think, the thoughts that you agree to. Um, mm-hmm. Everything. Your, beha- your behaviors, your actions. Yeah, everything your whole totality is like a force, you know, the body is just something that the force is using as a, as like its favorite toy, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and so like a human being, right? Like those are just words. Like the definition is what you agree for it to be. And so most of the time that's limiting, you know, unless, and if you think of yourself as an artist, then it's not as limiting. Like that's part of the reason that they call themselves that is like to remind themselves that the only thing that can limit, what you really are, what you truly are, is you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I feel like it's, as human beings, it's easier to say that you're in control of your life and you're creating life when like shit's kind of going your way, you know? And like you you see like your energies manifest into blessings and like good shit, but sometimes like shit's struggle, you know? And, and it's, it's not just like us, like, I feel like it's kind of set up like that for us, you know, to struggle. Like even the ones that are successful, they have like, it's set up for them to have other issues too, you know, in some way, like, um, and I'm sure there's plenty, I mean, there's plenty of happy people. I'm not saying everybody's upset, but like, I feel like this whole like depression thing and anxiety and a, you know, ADHD, all that stuff, man, it's just like labels and labels and excuses to like, not be just better people, you know, not be a better being to like your, your, where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or not, not, not care as much, or like have a reason that you're not able to do something, you know. And that that doesn't make sense right. to me. Like, there's the only reason is that you you believe that you can't do it, you know. Right. Um, 
which is, you know, I've, I've gone pretty good. Like it's been almost a decade since I made the conscious decision to take never, ever, always, and can't out of my vocabulary. You know, I just don't say those things. And even when I do say those things, like almost immediately, like the next sentence will be like, well, not never, but like, you know, rarely or not always, but like it's, you know, or especially can't, you know, that's the one where I've gotten to the point where it almost hurts me when I, when I say it. Cause like, as soon as I hit, I say like smack myself in the face metaphorically and like, you know, why are you saying that to yourself? Like, why are you putting these limits on yourself? You know, like everybody else does so yeah, much, I feel that. you know, like why yeah, are you like what, you're, what you were saying about like <laughs> how you'll sometimes say those words and then you'll catch yourself. And like, I was doing that a little bit with Reezy last night and I feel like I do it with myself all the time. It's just like, but I feel like that's the self-criticism, you know, it's like, I think that ultimately it is actually a really good attribute because it just makes you sharper like more on point but at the same time like you have to be willing to act on the the positive like the balance like once you once you are focused and you find that balance then you have to let go of the voices that are helping you you know self-criticize and get to that point and then let go of that and just act on that act on that balance once you found it you know once you find yeah. it and that and then sometimes, you know, once you've done that for a while, then it's like it gets in balance. You know, it's like the, the cycle of life. But yeah, um, I mean, because because that balance, <laughs> I feel like is based on shit, you know, um, that sometimes like if there's a, a, a fault or, you know, which is like an excuse, like in the base somewhere or in the foundation, like that's it's almost going to be impossible to find like real balance. You know, you might find like contentment, you know, and comfortability. Um, but like it's not going to be balanced and so sometimes you have to like dive into that un unbalance like you know that criticism like you sometimes you, it's like a root canal dude you know like you have to dig that shit out sometimes like you can't just um it's and eventually you're gonna have to like dig it out is what i'm saying you know um it's easy to, for to avoid because there's in today's world there's so much that just grabs our attention or we there's so much that we can put our attention on you know um, but eventually like you're going to have to deal with it, you know? And but nowadays like, like there's excuses and there's reasons, you know, like, Oh, I have this condition or like even the whole Asperger's thing, dude, uh, I feel like <laughs> if I took one of those tests, I'm, I might be on the spectrum somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And right. But like, maybe that's just that, that day, you know, if I took the same test the next day, you know, like with what I know, like I could probably test where I want on the test. So like, and I'm not saying I have some crazy like test taking skills, but like mentally our brains have the capacity of like knowing what, how to fill out a test to get what we want, get what we want you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you, have, if you have to tell yourself whatever, like that's what the brain's doing to yourself. Like it's not like some other person, like inputting commands into your brain you know like <laughs> oh now you well, have it could be it could be it could be oh actually degree, yeah but but well, like, like, like those micro robots and shit dude yeah, no, not even that not even that i'm just saying like even the toltecs talk about gods and demons and stuff like that oh yeah like, no 100 sometimes, sometimes ideas don't originate with you but you always the, have the, the power to to agree or disagree to any of that like yeah, like I, I, you might, the thought that you think might not even be your thought, but you, it's still up to you. You still like the, the beauty of it is that you can still choose to agree or disagree to anything. Mm -hmm. 
no totally i mean that's the 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 metote you know the the marketplace it's like um so it's been over 20 years you know practicing the four agreements and dude i finally picked up the uh the one you gave me man finally the other day i, I picked it up dude so over here i'm gonna make a conscious effort to finish that shit dude it's been years <laughs> but um but yeah the metote man like it's i can't you know i feel like it's not ever gonna be perfected maybe but I mean, I don't know. Plus, I mean, I have plenty of time, but maybe another 20 years. But I've gotten to the point where I yeah, I can almost distinguish my voice from the crowd, but I still, like, take it just slightly. Like, when you said there, like, when you said it may never be perfected, like, that's that's the metote right perfect. there because yeah. it's, it's already perfect, you know? Yeah. And well, like, I meant the per perfecting you, as You can get like, sharper. Uh, you can always, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, you yeah, can yeah. always improve, but the, then you also have to see that as, like, the fact that you can always improve is perfect. Sure. Yeah. You know, there is no such thing as a state of perfection from the point of view of like judging things as perfect or imperfect. But when you let go of that judgment altogether, it's just, it it is perfect, but the word itself is kind of like, I think most people understand perfection in the, yeah. in a way that's, that's inaccurate. And that's why they don't see it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all around us. It's all perfect. Like, no, for time. sure, man. And so my hiccup um, right then was because I'm not really used to speaking with people that I can talk about perfection with, you know? So nah, was, I did the same thing like, with Reezy last night and he kept me on point because it was like, I'm getting angry at, I'm getting angry at all the things that like, is perfectly reasonable to be angry about, you know, like ex all the stuff you're talking about, people making excuses, people being depressed and anxious and like not being their best version of themselves because they can get away with making excuses basically mm -hmm. um and that shit just irritates me sometimes but then it's like if i get irritated by it then i'm getting dragged down into it and then i have like my anger issues that i have to deal with and then it's like mm -hmm. that's my responsibility too i don't have to even get angry by it. like i'm ch i'm yeah. the one choosing to get angry you know what i mean yeah. and then he was like yeah i've been victimized by that i've been a victim to that before and then i was like it's not even about being a victim you know it's not like it's about me feeling like upset that other everybody else is being a victim and then he's like so <laughs> are, are you hearing yourself you know basically yeah it's like yeah no that's real because it's like it, it's not about being right or wrong it's not about being a victim but it is about love and fear but then if i'm allowing all of that to upset me then i'm basically agreeing to their fear you know yeah uh-huh uh -huh. for sure so i feel like <laughs> you have to like love them and see that you're kind of there too and to a degree it's this is this is my conclusion this is not what i was i didn't say this part too easy but like my conclusion from all of that is just like you, you can't love them for being like that but you can love them in spite of being like that and not oh yeah allow 100%. yourself to get in, in you know angry and upset by it yeah and it's like you know when you love somebody like sometimes they're going to show you a version of them that you don't love but that doesn't mean you don't love them it's just that you know you know that i don't know you just accept like who they are at that moment you know and so it's all about and but yeah um i've been kind of shitty about like returning phone calls a lot man sometimes it's because i feel like if i just think of somebody like that's enough sometimes you know but i'm also kind of weird like on the phone like after a certain amount of time like I do be feeling kind of weird. And even right, right now, I feel like 
I'm not used to even like sharing much of myself, you know, this past like year I've been mad, like mad hobbit dude. And or, well, that's the and, importance of your fucking tattoo or whatever arm. Like, yeah, that's what it keep, that's what allows me to be like open on the podcast too. Cause I, I talk about things that sometimes I question whether or not I should even be talking about on here, but yeah. then it's like, the people that are going to hate are going to hate anyway. And I'm not doing this for them. I'm doing this for the people that can like relate. But I mean, you would be, you'd be happy if some of the haters like stopped hating as much. <laughs> Maybe like guess, eventually, like you're like planting seeds though, you know, no matter, no matter how harsh the soil, like you keep planting seeds, like one of the motherfuckers are going to get through, you know, especially if it's like a good ass seed, you know? Like it only needs a little bit, and eventually, I feel like some water. You know, something's gonna water it. They're gonna like sometimes. I feel like our brains need a confirmation a lot. You know, like someone can't just tell you something one time, and like we believe them. Like we try, you know, but like at least for me, um, I'm I'm a lot more about actions, man. You know, and and when people like say things, like I I don't take it personally, but it's like. I, I I don't want to assume that they're lying, you know? So, like, I take it for what it is, and I try not to make expectations, but, like, I feel like some, almost all of them that have been, like, affecting me is are, like, built up by other people. You know, like, they... I didn't ask for it, you know? It's not something I asked for, but they kind of offered something or, like, made plans or, like, said something that made me believe something. And when when that turns out to be not true like it, it's kind of hurts you know because i didn't need to believe in that shit you know like purposeful deception it. conscious deception yeah. yeah and like the whole then the gaslighting thing and like i know it's just the term thrown around but and throwing shade but it's it's really like fucking ugh, evil man you know this is like yeah but you can't take it personally man i know I mean, but you like can. It's, you can you totally can i'm saying like, no it's, it's like you know being sprayed with acid and like as you're melting you're like yo don't take it personally man it's not about you it's the acid okay it's just you just got in the path of it dude don't don't worry about it like you know i'm not worried about it if this shit hurts like you know <laughs> i feel i feel you no i do like, feel you like it's good it's important to feel like feelings you know that's another thing i feel like yeah I've no no, no is, I, I agree i agree with that I yeah, agree with like, what you're saying. And I'm just like, it's not about taking it personally, but like you still have to like, like taking it personally is like I feel like holding it personally, and like you have yeah. to. I feel like you, in a way, you almost have to take it personally in the way that you to to really like see it for what it is, you know? Because you have to get in tune with with yourself on a personal level and a spiritual level, emotional to like really have a clear vision on shit, you know? And and until you can have a clear vision of what's actually going on, you know. Then, then that's when you can make a, the the closest thing to like a, a proper decision on what how to proceed after that, you know, that moment or whatever, you know. Right. And that, it takes a lot of work, but um, there's so much that fogs our vision, you know, like makes the smoky mirror type shit, like. Right. And grabs our attention, so we can't even pay attention to that, like the moment, you know, like not can't, but you know, it's very easy not to, you know. Mm -hmm. It's um, There's so many distractions. Yeah, and with, the, with our phones, dude, and like. It's tough, you know, when I feel like emotions, like sometimes it's like almost like crack, like boom, phone, distracted, you know? Oh, what, what about that chess game I was playing? Like, you know, just any thought, you know? But, um, dude, I actually did some yoga with this chick the other day. 
It was so good. Oh my god! Like I felt so amazing. Like all my chakras were just like, "What the fuck have you been doing?" And they were so stiff, and like it's been days, and I'm still kind of like hurting a little bit, you know. But maybe not hurting, but you know, I stretched some things that hadn't been stretched in a while, and sometimes it just takes a little while to like, like wake back up, or you know, you pull you pull things that are laid dormant, you know, like muscles and certain fibers, whatever, you know, your back or arms that just, if you don't use them a lot, they just kind of atrophy in a way, but they're still ready, you know, they're not gone. And, but like, they're just like, just chilling because you're not using them. But when you, when you fucking turn a certain ways and activate them, oh, dude, I need to get, I really want to get into like Tai Chi, dude. It's, I feel like it's so important for us to like be connected with our bodies, you know, like, you know, my, my fucking ninja fucking, you know, attributes and like, I don't know. I feel like even 20 years from now, when I'm like 60, so I'm like, I'm still gonna be doing ninja missions, dude. Just like, just they're just more low key because I'm an old, old like Mr. Miyagi motherfucker, or you know, I'm like running. I have like a, a clan of ninjas doing my bidding, <laughs> in some sense. <laughs> yeah. Might need to but, do uh, some more yoga to be effective. Yeah, I know, right? So, I mean, so I have just been just doing the push-ups, man, and like... Or, yeah, just doing something. Yeah. and uh, Not, like that, not allowing that shit to go dormant. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, I just need to... I feel like I just need to, like, just take the TV out of my room, for real, for real. Something. Or just, like, I know you're not mobile, like, with a vehicle right now, but, like, just taking walks around your neighborhood more often, you know? I know you don't have, like, the coolest neighbors in the world, but yeah take a long walk <laughs> no i should and i feel i feel bad because lily you know i feel like this past year she's been cooped up yeah man and I, she has a little growth on her arm now like um i think i'm just gonna give pace you know whatever a few hundred dollars get cut off because it's starting to affect her walking but i think that's kind of probably my fault just because you know she just all she does sleep and eat you know and like mm-hmm. she, that's a perfect example of what i was talking about our bodies like need that just like yeah if you don't use it you lose it just walking yeah. like the, this little flexibility in between the in between muscles like the blood flow all of that yeah and it's not, it's not just about like you know just strength you know like we're, <laughs> we'll go to the gym just for like the glam the glamour muscles you know like for the muscles to be seen and it's not about that you know I, like i want i want to be like bruce lee dude you know like you, yeah. you wouldn't tell you know about that the, fasci- the fascial system you ever heard that term like our fascia yeah. No. Yeah, it's like the it's like a nerve network that oh, it's like yeah, a yeah. it's like a web that our whole body has, you know. It's like uh-huh. it's like it's connected to the chakra system, but it's like that goo almost, if you want to think about it in that sense. I don't know if goo is the best word, but it's like that ectoplasm, you might want to call it, or like our yeah, light yeah. body. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Yeah. Like the, the, the fiber spiritual, optic. Spiritual the fiber cum. optic of our body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. So, dude, speaking on that, um, there's this this new fucking anime on Netflix, pretty dope. But, um, they talk about like fighting and stuff a lot, but it's more about martial arts, which is like so physically related, you know? Because I feel like all most of it started. Well, I mean, of course, you wanted to defend yourself, but like kind of yoga slash tight tight cheese type shit, you know, like stretching and kind of like going through motions, you know, and then become like arts. And then if you can use the arts for like fighting you know that's martial arts you know really like that's so it's um 
and there's there's some martial arts where it's not about fighting but like just using a certain like i forgot what it was but like with a walking stick pretty much like is like your your thing like everything is focused about a stick it's all about stick work you know it's a it's own like martial art and it's like it's pretty amazing um but it's mostly about like just being able to fucking go on long adventures for hunting or whatever traveling and being able to defend like wild animals off your ass you know what i'm saying and or like you know you have a stick and so you do yoga or something in the morning to stretch your body and like realign you know your chakras and like get your body in fucking fight or flight mode you know and and today i don't feel like i don't know i'm part of it too but we don't really know what like real fights about and we don't really know what real flights about you know so like what it's kind of like stuck in like the goo, like you're talking about, but in a different sense. Like, um, no, the fascial system can get like knotted up when you don't use it, when you don't stretch it out and stuff. Like they, okay. they get like these little knots in them, and it's like where you have to like, and then those those can cause like communication problems with your nerves and stuff. Like it's all connected to like your blood flow and everything, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's called the fascial system. You should look that shit up. It's kind of I will check it out. Crucial. No, I mean, I felt it a lot. I mean, so um, I haven't really, like, hurt myself too bad in recent years, but I did just recently, like, I think I might have told you something about it, but, like, I wrecked my bike, you know, and um, I say bike, but it was my e-bike, but, you know, but it's so funny, like, when I say, I've tried it, like, when I say e-bike, off bad, people are like, oh, you know, like, not that cool, but if I just leave it as bike, and people are like, ooh, like, this guy's badass, you know. <laughs> like for real, it's such such a big difference from that one letter, dude. E, like a bike and e-bike. Like dude, people, people assume, assume I'm evil Knievel or like Pee Wee Herman. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's a huge difference, dude. You're like, what the fuck? Just from one letter, from elect electricity, bro. Like, how is that gonna make me Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But uh, but yeah, so I wrecked my wrecked my shit um and broke my collarbone fucked up my thumb broke some ribs you know and it I, i've broken a rib here you know here and there um i've broken a toe here and there but oh, man not like so many like, so many things that kept me like from having options of motion you know like usually if one thing's affected okay i have to rely on this side more or I, you know i have to like lean a certain way or push out a certain way or whatever, you know, to make up for this part of my body being damaged or healings, you know, whatever. But this time it was like everywhere. And it, it was, it was really tough, man. And I, I felt that a lot, like just feeling just that goo, you know, like closing me in, you know? Um, and then of course I went to YouTube college and started doing my own physical therapy, <laughs> you know, my shoulder and stuff. And cause there's, I mean, it's kind of, kind of like, like almost like a spike now because <laughs> it's because i don't have insurance you know when i went to the hospital and it was actually kind of like if i wasn't so high off that, that fucking um dilated that they put in my veins you know like i probably would have been upset like the way that the the doctor treated me but at first she, i mean i thought she wasn't that great of a doctor to be honest like she wasn't that personable she didn't seem like she liked her job you know like why why do you choose this profession you know like like you know like you're helping people is like i don't know the thing that the the main part of being a doctor should be the personal skills like hey I li i'm coming to help you out because i like you you know i want you to be like healthier 
Like, I want my doctor to be like, have at least a little bit of that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I trust you if you don't give a fuck about my, the outcome of my life? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Um, just because you went to the school to, to maybe know better than I do, like, but you don't, you know, like, I could look this shit up too, like, <laughs> nowadays. But um, yeah, so she came in, she was just basic, like, attitude towards me. Um, just like I was another customer, pretty much. Um, and then she, when she came back after like the lady came in for the financial assistance slash insurance, you know, check. And so it was in, I guess in the system, you know, and she saw that I didn't have insurance. Like, dude, she couldn't even, she didn't make eye contact with me after that. And like, was so rushed, even like, wouldn't, wouldn't even answer like my questions fully, like was purposeful. And, and I was like wasted. So it was hard for me to like interject and be like proper with my responses, you know? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like they were in my head and I couldn't relate them, you know, cause that's, that's what opiates do. Like opioids, like, mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, those fucking pharmaceuticals, man, they just take you, make you so numb. And I felt that like I, I, there was a barrier and it felt good as fuck. So I wasn't like trying to complain, but I had some shit I wanted to say, you know, and like some feelings I wanted to feel, but I'll, it, they weren't there because, but I felt them not there, you know, I feel like, because I'm, I've been, Besides this stuff, like I don't, I don't do any of that shit, you know. But um, but yeah. So I mean, she, her whole demeanor towards me, um, I, I felt like, un- unwelcome, you know, and like, I actually felt like the, the uncare, you know, like not that I deserve care, like so much care, but I feel like everybody deserves basic care, and if if you're a doctor. That's your like in your job title, caring for people, like hundred percent. You know, that's why I went to school is to to try to like learn all these things that could happen to somebody. And so when they come in, boom, boom, you know, do a diagnostic, diagnostics, you know, and they fucking make assumptions. And because of their their background and what they've studied, like most of the time they're right. You know, we're pretty close. But I bet they they just fucking. Google and shit is tied into their stuff nowadays, you know? They, oh, mm. what are the symptoms? Boom, blah, 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 age, weight, blah, 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 you know, race, this and that, probably even DNA nowadays, you know? Boom, mm. and they're like, okay, they do the, the fucking ratios, okay, the family might have this, parents have, you know, history of this, blah, 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 and then this is now narrowed down to like 10 things it could be, you know? And then, then, the, then the doctor does their assessment and like kind of narrows it down, multiple choice, you know, and Oh, so these three things are covered with this one one medication. Just to just take that shit, you know. Like, <laughs> this is, oh man. Eventually, like that's gonna be so streamlined to where, like, the emergency room will be like a fucking a soda machine. You know, every I feel like every service can be offered and streamlined by like AI and fucking the internet. You know, like at least full access to the internet, everything the internet has, this is pretty much what like, I feel like AI is. If you if you could like pretty much access everything on Google at all times, you know, and recall like right then, like actually, you know, that's pretty much what it is, like taking everything. I don't know, that's a lot more than that, of course, but I don't know, man. What uh, have you had any experience with um like chat G- GPT and stuff? Yeah. No, I think like with AI, like, uh, yeah, they're just trying to figure out how to implement it at this point. Like it's yeah. already, they could already take like 95% of jobs. You know, but, but what would have happened if that was like, okay, so, so let's say that. No, they're just tomorrow. trying to figure out ways to keep us busy right now. 
Okay, so, so let's let's just like um, imagine if they, they wake up tomorrow and ninety five percent of jobs are not there anymore. Like what? Do you, let's let's go like day by day for like two days and see like think about what happened. What would happen? Like what? What do you think the first thing that would happen in the first six hours? Probably straight purge status. For real? I don't, I don't think it would get purged that quick. Really? I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like okay, I really don't know. maybe locally they would always in in some in every area. I feel like there's at I least mean, a few guys. Immediately, that, I guess people would be going to farmers, and, yeah, and like butchers and yeah, and stealing from them or just like trying to like build, trying like, trying build squads. to trying to build community, yeah, building squads with them, yeah. Okay, but well, there's the option get, number one, but that could obviously break down really quick. Yeah, because like if you're not trying to be part of my squad, I'm trying to take your shit from my squad. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Squad. <laughs> no, yeah. but dude. Um. So yeah. I feel like hey, it would get dicey for sure. I mean, I think ultimately six hours things always work out, but. I don't know. That's a that's quite the hypothetical, man. I'm not. I'm not even. I don't want to even take the discussion in that direction. I think it's more like, how do you implement AI in a way to not have confusion and unpredictability? Not suit. You know, there's always unpredictability, but how to make it so that people can still like move forward with their lives in a in a way that's gonna like give them some level of security and comfort and yeah. like. All of that, you know. Freedom, so, uh, I did like balance, balancing those those things, you know, balancing security and freedom. That's quite the balancing act, right there, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think, dude, I think one of the things about balance, I feel like some people don't understand, is like even almost with like, balance is very similar to perfection, you know. Like sometimes imbalance is still balanced. Like that's just how. That's that's perfect. No, because it's Perfectly because it's balancing it. Yeah, it's balancing out what, what you know what has been. You know, yeah. like you can't be balanced without being imbalanced too. Like you know, that's no, I know, I agree balance, with that one hundred percent. Unbalancedness brings balancedness. You know, mm -hmm. exactly. But, um, and like but, the um, more imbalanced you get, the more like the more that that pendulum the the more you swing the pendulum to one direction the more it will swing back the other, the other direction way. but if you only pull yeah. it back a little it'll only go back a little you know what i mean yeah. but if you pull it back a lot it'll go back a lot so it's just dude that's why for like two or three years straight i ate like blunt roaches all day like no matter what if it even if it wasn't my that's blunt so sometimes i don't i'm care like i'm like yo you're gonna eat that like at the end like they're like what like you're gonna eat that they're like <laughs> that's, that's absurd I, i've never so but it's, it's a spectrum of i get i've heard i've blunt. heard what you say i've heard your i've heard what you've said and it doesn't make it's still i'd still disagree i still won't get okay that. i don't smoke to get high i smoke to be high you know and i don't need to smoke to get high and like some, I don't feel like I really come down from being high. Just that you don't feel upset eating. when you don't smoke. No, you don't feel like you want to smoke when you smoke when you don't smoke. Because I no, just, I just like I, I went forty eight hours. I just started <laughs> smoking for the first time since Sunday night. Well, so my solution is just not to not smoke. <laughs> i agree i agree with that. But like I was kind of testing myself, you know, and I like realized that I do get kind of angry. You know, 
but it was yeah. exactly what it kind of relates exactly just, to what we were talking about you're just earlier. angry because they're not smoking <laughs> mm. so just solve, solve the problem <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yes, but that's not, I mean, yeah, if you want to simplify it to that, but it's also exactly what we were talking about earlier is like, I don't know. I just see how fucked up the world is, you know? And like when I smoke weed, I can deal with the fact that it's super fucked up. When I'm not smoking, I'm like, I feel like I'm forced to deal with the fact that like we live in a fucking insane asylum, you know? Well, maybe when you're high, you can see how how like perfect it is because like you're elevated and you see things for what they are and the, the full picture, which is like smarter and more beneficial and more like fucking you know in the moment and balanced. But like when you're not, it's, it, we're we're more we're more affected by of course the you know the outside stuff, but also we're just like lesser. We're not as good as, of people. You know, it's hard. It's more difficult for us to see the big picture. You know, and like. Be affected by everything else that's that they're trying to affect us with you know and grab our attention and right. all this stuff you know but and when we're higher like we might like still be just as lazy but like we choose to be lazy like purposefully i feel like you know and can enjoy it and, and that then that's when we like really enjoy something is then when do something with purpose or like even if it's nothing like someone who's doing nothing can be super happy or they can be fucking pissed off but then that's their choice like <laughs> because of their intended purposes like their intentions like i intend to do nothing for this or like i tend to do nothing because i'm sad that i'm not doing something <laughs> you know like it was still the same the same thing happening but one person can be happy with it you know and one person can be just pissed off like i'm not lazy though i'm not i'm not lazy even when i smoke yeah uh, i know i mean i know you i know you, you stay hustling man and um uh, of course, but, I, but I, like, yeah, but I'm exactly. I stay hustling whether I'm smoking or not. But when I am smoking, like the hustle is fun and like I can enjoy yeah. it. And even though I can still see how fucked up the world is, it doesn't bother me as much because I know I don't have to agree to it, and yeah. I can see the beauty in it. So, do, do you like have a schedule? Like when you're just like have your own, you know, doing your little side hustle stuff, like. You set apart the same amount of time every day, or like just you just try to squeeze nah. it in. Or... Nah, I barely even have a schedule, dude. I just go with my gut. Yeah. I've been like trying. To, I've been trying to really like hone in and and what's the word? I guess sharpen maybe my intuition. You know, because one of the biggest deceptions ever played on me. Like I knew it was being played on me, but I went with like what was right what was like the right thing to do instead of going with what i knew was really right you know what i mean yeah and like I've, if that, well, that's like I mean, my biggest kinda, regret in all my life. i really didn't know until like you went you made that mistake though like even though you've you know you thought you knew before like you still did it so you didn't really know until you did it sometimes like yeah but i was just because i was i was uh ignorant to the power of intuition like i yeah you know what i'm saying like i didn't know what it was that even told me to make a different decision you know yeah. and so i just made the decision that i was supposed to make and then like i realized down the road what that i guess in a way it was it was perfect because because of that decision now i know what intuition is yeah that's what i'm saying feeling, when i get that feeling now i'm going with it i don't yeah. give a fuck 
That's what I'm saying. saying. Like part of intuition is hindsight. I feel like, you know, you have to experience things to have that like insight because you've, you've been inside that, like you saw that shit. And so you have Mm -hmm. insight, you know, Mm -hmm. like you grow from like, not just like experiencing mistakes, but like fucking taking accountability for them and like really Mm -hmm. fucking taking it on that. Like, okay, I did this one thing, but then also that's another thing I don't think I'll talk about like the the feel like feeling feelings like it's more it's important to feel them but I feel like almost the the more you can really feel it the more you can let it go you know it's almost hard to let go if you don't really feel it because it's almost like grabbing it you know like you have to dig inside like grab that shit and, and so it, it can like you can let it go you know like because if it's not if you're not holding it you, how are you gonna let go of something if you're not holding it you know no no I yeah. I. I mean, words get in the way of what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, of course. There. But like, I'm, but, I'm speaking, I'm speaking think, metaphors, you know, like, yeah, I see, no, I see I this see what dark. You're saying. This... What you have to do, not what you have to do, but the way of what you're talking about, the way I would word that is like, you have to address it. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, if you don't address it, it's just going to continue to be there and grow or like, bother you even if it doesn't grow it's gonna like the amount of bothered you get by it will grow you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and which which coincides with like the whole labeling and putting certain actions in like a, a a category is like that's not my fault you know it's just something about my brain works but it's still your brain dude like yeah like you're the one else, making who, those decisions yeah so who's whose fault is it then you know, like, yeah, then we go back to, like, maybe they won't have as much control as we think, but, um, I mean, I, no, it's, kind of really, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for me to believe that they're, they're that far into, like, controlling our brains, you know, like, even with AI, yeah. how it's going, like, I'm pretty conscious of myself. I'm a pretty conscious being, right. you know, mm-hmm. and we can and i've been i've, I've been in, in like other yeah and i've been in other like dimensions from this dimension you know like with dmt and stuff like i feel like that that would be a thing that they that would be hard for them to replicate you know that that kind of like the things that my fucking that i've seen you know what i'm saying and felt like even our that lucid dream that we had about you know being fucking aztec or incan warriors and shit you know like we had fucking i remember we had metal and like Real shit, and they were, we're fighting people with like sticks and stones, dude. Like just crushing, like and just not even worrying about it, you know. And I've woken up like feeling like I would have no problem killing more people, you know. Like not that I had the desire, you know. Don't get me wrong, like I'm not I'm not trying to kill anybody in this lifetime. I mean, I'm not gonna say that either. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't have. I, I don't. I really don't think I'd have a problem doing it, you know. Um. And not just in defense, like if I had a good reason, you know, I wouldn't have a problem be like seeing that person's life like leave from their body, you know? Not that why? Because I've seen it so much. Like You've seen people not, die? I mean, I've seen a couple, yeah, in this, in this lifetime, but I'm talking about you know, when we're like in the, the battlefields, man, like as Incan warriors or whatever, just like taking over whole populations you know because we have we're more advanced in metals and stuff like you don't remember that part about that the the battle scene man like we we weren't fighting no i remember but like do you do you really think that that's the way to be um i mean the way to be what 
I feel like it's just, like, I'm just aware. Like I'm, I don't want to. I don't have the desire at all. But I mean, if I ever face with that decision, I'm not gonna like think twice about it. You know, if it's, if it's me or somebody else, like, or I don't know. I, I don't really think about these situations because I'm not the kind of person. Like I don't think about you know killing anybody, anybody, any at all. But like, I'm kind of cynical in the way that, it's like you know, there's a lot of old people that should that are not really doing much and or just people They're in general. Already dead. Yeah. Yeah. And even people our age and even younger, dude. Like I've seen a lot of soulless people out there, man. It's sad. Mm. And I mean, I don't stop and like talk to them and try to figure them out or nothing, but even just in like passing glance, like I can get get enough from them, you know, and see enough of their being to like know that they're like so okay with being hurt you know, inside, like holding on to that hurt, you know, like, but, but like mm. not, not accepting it or not, you know, dealing with it, like you said, because they're not like aware of it and they're not taking accountability they're, for it. Yeah. You know? They're okay like, with playing a victim. Yeah. And like, but you're, so you're the, you're okay with playing judge and victim, you know, to yourself, like, like why, mm. you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, but yeah, thank, thank God for the Toltec, man. That's been over 20 years um and all you know is a little bit you ain't even dug in for real i mean what what, what does it have does it have anything new like what, is it, what is he talking about like what you haven't read it yet well share share something with me um well like, first of all he does actually one one thing that, that that you think that i might you know like no, so no. Here's here's this. I won't I won't specify anything in the book, but just from telling you this, I think you'll maybe be a little bit more motivated to actually read it. Okay, so Beyond Fear was actually written about six years before the Four Agreements. It's the only book that he's written that was written the Four Agreements. Yes, and he was way realer in it. He was way realer in it, A Dub, and he realized that he couldn't be too real. And he had he watered that shit down so that he could get through to the masses, and that's what the four agreements. Why did you tell me this before, dude? I would have like read it that because time. you're because you're a hater. You shouldn't have just you should have just believed me and read it the first time. But what if it changes me? I'm I'm kind of scared of it in a way. Like something something about it has like it's kept it from beyond me. Beyond fear. Maybe I like fear. But why? Because I, I feel like um a lot of. A lot of the, like this, this really stupid shit I've done is because I I let go of fear, you know. I just like I took I was reckless, you know, with my my emotions and my physical body and like my love and like. Oh yeah, no, but finances. he specifies the difference between rational and irrational fear, because even animals experience fear. That there's nothing wrong with that fear. Yeah. The psychological okay. fear is the fear we need to go beyond. Yeah. You're not. You're right. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just. You know, I'm just trying to make add rationale to like irrational stuff. So yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's dope. I'm actually. I've already done. A, I, I don't know if you've even been checking my YouTube channel out, but I did a bunch of Toltec readings. Like I read some of my favorite passages from across like a, a few different books. But uh, I'm about to do Beyond Fear. The next next several are going to be from that book, actually. For real? All right. Well, I mean, 
I'm down. And yeah, so uh, this past year I've just been dealing with a bunch of like small little quick relationships and sometimes with the dating nowadays it's sometimes it's only like a, f a few minutes. It's like two uh, like a back and forth, like two or three sentences sometimes. It could be a that's your almost relationship and then, and then she broke up with you. Okay, dude, move on. <laughs> you know? And and the, sometimes some Sometimes you have to be responsive, you know. If you if you like don't keep keep track of like the messenger messages from people from some chicks, like, dude, they're they're gone, you know, or like picked up by somebody else, you know, like <laughs> their messages came in faster, or, like had a better timing for them, you know, or like something happened where like you didn't play your cards right, and you gotta keep it moving, and it's this tough. You don't really get a chance to really know know anybody, you know, and if once like what Russ was saying, like if you do try to get to know somebody or if you, like especially i guess women and, and it goes both ways but when you open up like it's almost like uh people are too quick to just grab what they can you know and then start like throwing expectations and fucking worries mm. and like you know mm. it's so frustrating like like so the most recent one kind of um been almost like a month or so like she she was started feeling feelings for me and I was and I was like dude we need to pump the brakes you know um I'm not really trying to like hurt you or catch feelings really right now anyway like plus you're she's like far away dude and and then it kind of still happened progressed anyway and but then it's like she's I don't know this is this is stupid I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, this is cool, man. It's this is still don't even know what really was happening. Um, I don't know. Would you ever want to be in a long term relationship? And I don't mean like necessarily to death, but like, Se dude, seven years. You know, let's let's. I mean, you don't even have to like set a date. You could just say until we accomplish this goal, if it takes you, 10 years, if it takes 20 years, like building nope. a house or building property or something. So, dude, you asked, you asked me the, the question. I'm saying my answer, I've thought about it, is seven years. Like, I would love to enter into no, a I'm, partnership. I, I'm say, no, no, I'm not saying I just like you do you. I'm saying it doesn't even have to be a set number, is all I'm saying. Oh, well, to me, it does. But why seven like, years then? Because, um, okay, well, I think. I like the seven. It's just like a good sounding like time to to get to know somebody, you know. And and so in seven years, I've also heard that you know every single cell in our whole body has like regrown or changed or you know died off. Uh, and okay. So we we are every hundred percent. No, okay, that's yeah, a good. We're hundred percent a, a whole okay. new being, okay. you know, every, every seven, seven years. years. So yeah. in seven years, we just we we like have an evaluation like yo, this was just pretty tight. Let's do another seven. You know, let's celebrate each other again, get remarried, you know what I'm saying? For, and do it, do it, try another seven, you know? And then like, but also if, if there's kids involved, like you, the seven's coming up, okay, like, all right, dude, this, you know, you know, it's not kind of working out. Like, let's try to like break this off amicably, amicably and fucking do what's right with the kids. You know, there wouldn't be as much single parents, single like households and like ki parent, kids without parents, you know, if there was like a chance to like, I feel like a, a contract like that, like lifelong, it's just kind of ma it makes you feel trapped, you know? And no matter how much you love something, you don't want to be trapped with it, you know? <laughs>
like even just oh, the so thought you, of mean, ha- you mean just like psychologically knowing that okay i could get out of this in three years like i can just i can stick it out another three years yeah yeah and, you know what i'm saying instead of like yeah you're, you're into it i can't for do seven. this anymore you know what i mean yeah it's exactly like gives you the mental patience you know uh-huh so, so like okay well I, the things could turn around in the next three years or if not i can just break it off you know what i mean yeah exactly and then and maybe you get to the three years like you know what i can do another three you know what i'm saying like i love you i still love you a lot like let's do another three you know and it, but it has to be mutual you know so like <laughs> it gives them a chance to get out too like well you know i kind of have been hating you for four years so i'm out <laughs> like okay thank god for telling me like i almost put another seven in <laughs> like what the fuck? you know <laughs> i just feel like it would be just be great for like relationships in general and like you know when it comes to like you know but partnership. It, but then there's still a lot of a lot to fill in there like what if you want to get out before the seven years are we tracked trapped for seven years or like because right now I mean, we're trapped for life but like if you want to get yeah. out of the relationship before seven years is there a penalty to that or like how does that well, work i mean you know no but that's that but that's like that's the marriage level you know like you can sign up for like a, you know lesser amounts but if you want to be like married <laughs> that's seven years like you can't just okay get, okay you know in, I don't in, know, order I guess, to get, in, in order to get the state tax discount or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah no i mean but no what's it called uh when you just live together cohabiting um, yeah yeah i mean th- those are I'll, i'm down with those laws um because if you live with, some, with somebody like how could you deny that you are like a partnership you know what i'm saying there's you all know, not benefiting at all from living together come on so then then you should get the rights of living with somebody like that you know but they shouldn't stick with you that's the thing like once when like with when shit goes bad like there's so much problems and drama because like you can't get somebody out. Like, dude, this happened to me just last month, man. I don't think I'll talk to you about it. Um, one of my friends, um, this younger black dude, and he's from Lynchburg, and he like he thinks he's real, real gangster, dude. You know, but and I and I still have mad love for him, but like he hasn't really seen much as much as he thinks, you know. And he's still like in his late twenties, dude. Like he hasn't seen that much, and um, and he went off to Mexico for like four years. You know, I heard from him like once every six months or so you know over the, over the time time span all of a sudden i start hearing from him more often and and then he's like yo I'm, i can't it's, it's tough out here like i'm coming back to the states um what's going on like let's let's do let's talk do the business we talked about this and that you know because i mean we did talk about business like both you know got the hustle mentality um so i was like i don't know man like i'm not really in a great spot either like the only way that I could get my dad to, to agree from you staying here is if you like you had rent, and and for me to like share my space, like I I would need like you to have access to a car or a car that, that we could use, you know. Cause I'm saying like, because if we can get out, then I'm okay with like you being in here with you know with me like in my space, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, but um then I try to make that, and which I didn't, and he was like, all right, bet no problem, like I got it, you know. And then so. He shows up with nothing, neither one, no money or like access to a car, you know? And it was like so frustrating, you know? And and I couldn't really like get out my frustrations. Then when, when, when I did, like it just got into an argument, you know? And like he's younger and like, probably, you know, way stronger, you know? Like, especially now that I'm, I've been kind of weak with after the wreck of my bike, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he was here like not even ten days, and it became such a big problem. Like we had to get like try to get him out. Like we had to call the cops and shit. But 
damn the cops the cops couldn't take like let him like make him leave because in virginia like he's considered like a, a resident if he's invited but like then there's no real proof that he was invited but he, he except for the fact that he's here you know even though like they can tell like he's not family you know what i'm saying like like me and my dad are, don't want him here like the cops could not do shit mm. like even and he's down there storming breaking shit like while the cops are here storming around like and they couldn't do anything you know like this he doesn't live here dude like there's no id there's no text saying that contract nothing except for you know but like they can't take it so we have to they have to do like an eviction you know stuff like that but but um i knew that if if it escalated a little bit you know if there was like physicalness then like that you know it would happen faster so like i was about to start like you know (laughs) i I, I tried to come out with with, with my nunchucks but i felt bad because like i in my head, I visualized him like lunging at me because I was just, I really like, just crack his skull open. Like if he came at me, and like that's not not gonna look good on my part. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> not at like, all. Yeah, dude. So like, um, I didn't do that, but like, but yeah, he got mad and like, kind of like pushed my dad out the way a little bit, you know. And so my oh. dad, my dad had rights to like you know get a protective order, which you know got him out of here. But like. If it wasn't for that drama that I had to kind of like fucking orchestrate, like he probably, the motherfucker still would have been here, you know. And and like we're like we're getting by, but you know not like doing the best. And like you know he was just another being being here. That's you know another third bill of bills like water being used, electricity. You know he would sleep with like the lap his laptop on. You know like watching YouTube videos, like, what? Just please close your fucking laptop, you know, like, um, eating, eating food, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, and I can notice it, like, instantly almost, like, because we're kind of, like, rationing, you know, in a way, you know, like, cupboards aren't full. Like, they're shitting them, but they're not full. It would take, you know, we take advantage of, like, uh, fucking the churches that have, like, food drives and shit, you know, like, like, I ain't no shame in my game. But I'm starting to get checks though at the one job. But um, plus, dude, I've been—I don't want to take my cryptos out, dude. Like, yeah. I was expecting some yeah. like real returns right by now, man. But they're still just like, oh, just ain't doing shit. Like, so what, what's up with Dodge, bro? I don't know. I don't fuck with none link, of that shit no more. Link, link, no, nah, you don't have no link or nothing. No, oh, I do, but I don't keep oh. up with any of it. Dude, I mean, so you don't think like the AI trading thing? Like that's legit. I'm trying to find like a decent group where I can get on that. They have you know good AI system set up to like make money and shit. Like people are doing it right. Like it's it's not just ads and shit. I see. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's probably is just ads that you see actually. <sighs> but how are they benefiting from me? Like, what? I don't understand. Why do people do that shit, yo? How how do they know the algorithms? Yo, they got me. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, dude. So I was gonna mention Chat GTP. Like there was a, a trial version where you can, you know, ask it a few questions that you want for free, right? So like the first one was on your computer. No, on your computer you can do it. The real thing for free. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Uh, OpenAI. OpenAI, really? Yeah, it's called it, Open. It, it's OpenAI.com. Yeah. It All the apps. This... There's no apps, I don't think, for it. But on your computer, you can get it. Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. It's open AI. I, 
I mean, I'll check. I mean, I believe you. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. But I guess Chat GPT yeah. is like the popular one, and like uh, no, OpenAI is the company that founded G Chat GPC. Oh, it's really? the real Chat GPC. Yeah. Oh damn. Well, I guess this must have been a few months ago. But like, why? Why they? Why were they charging? Because it's not them. It's like apps that are taking advantage of their software. Oh. And like charging people. I'm sure one of them is actually theirs, but they're charging people to use the app. But on okay. the computer, you can go to chat.openai.com. And okay, you can no, check it out. You can chat with Chat GPT 3.5 for free, but Chat oh. GPT 4 it does cost money. Okay, for real. But I mean, what's what's the big difference? I have no idea. I'm on it. I'm on it right now. Is the only reason that I even know that. That no, I'm gonna check it out. But, um, so yeah, man. Uh, so I asked the Chat GPT four a few questions, man. Out, and so I was on this level of like, kind of like it's very similar to the labels thing, um, but it's about playing victim. You know, it was just I feel like part of gaslighting, and like throwing shade. It's like you know, you're you're like casting something away, like, but sometimes it's, you're casting on yourself, you know, as, as the victim, you know, but so I asked this um, dude, I was like, we are not all victims. How can we show that victimized thoughts create the victim? You know, so in the sense, like the more you think that you're a victim, the more you are a victim, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this, this is the, the response. As an AI language model, I do not have the personal beliefs or opinions. However, from a psychological perspective, victimized thoughts and attitudes can create a victim mentality in individuals, leading them to believe that they are powerless and helpless in their situations. This can prevent individuals from taking responsibility for their actions and seeking solutions to their problems. Instead, they may focus on blaming external factors for their circumstances and feeling sorry for themselves. Consequently, it becomes essential to adopt a growth mindset, taking responsibility for one's life and focus on personal development to overcome challenges and thrive. By cultivating a more proactive and empowered mindset, individuals can shift their focus from victimhood to possibility and take control of their lives. <laughs> that's, that's fucking epic. That's awesome, right? Dude? That's so like, perfect. So that's good. Epic. I know. So good. Well, let's find the, let's find out the difference between Chat GPT four and three point five. How did you word that question? Yeah, we are not all victims. Was the first sentence. Mm -hmm. Because you have to kind of set it up, you know? And then yep. it said, how can we show that victimized thoughts create the victim? It seems like you're interested in discussing the relationship between victimized thoughts and the perception of oneself as a victim. It's important to approach this topic with sensitivity and respect for individual experiences as people's feelings and experiences can vary greatly. Let's explore some perspectives on how victimized thoughts can influence one's self-perception and how one might work towards a more empowered mindset. Self-awareness, encourage individuals to reflect on their thoughts and beliefs, helping them become aware of when they're thinking in a victimized manner can be the first step in recognizing how those thoughts impact their self-perception. Ownership of thoughts. 
Encourage taking responsibility for one's thoughts and emotions. This means recognizing that while external circumstances might be challenging, how we choose to interpret and respond to them is within our control. Number three, positive affirmations. Engage in positive self-talk and affirmations. Repeating positive statements about oneself can help counteract negative victimized thoughts and build a more empowering mindset. Four, focus on resilience. Highlight instances where individuals have overcome challenges and adversity. This can help shift the focus from victimhood to resilience, showcasing their ability in, to adapt and grow. Five, problem solving. Encourage problem solving and proactive approaches. Rather than dwelling on negative situations, focus on finding solutions and taking action to improve the situation. Uh, six, okay, there's a little bit more. Six, supportive environments. Surround oneself with a supportive network of friends, family, or professionals who can provide encouragement and perspective. This can help counteract the feelings of victimization. There's 10 of them. Seven, mindfulness and meditation. Practices like mindfulness and meditation can help individuals become more aware of their thoughts without judgment. This awareness can facilitate a more conscious choice in how they respond to those thoughts. Eight, gratitude practice. Cultivate gratitude by focusing on the positive aspects of life. This can help shift the perspective from victimhood to appreciation. Nine, setting goals. Help individuals set achievable goals. Having goals to work toward can provide a sense of purpose and motivation to move beyond victimized thinking. And 10, professional help. In cases where victimized thoughts are deeply ingrained or causing significant distress, seeking the help of a mental health professional, such as a therapist or a counselor, can provide valuable guidance and support. Remember that everyone's journey is unique, and the process of shifting from victimized thoughts to a more emphasized mindset takes time and effort. The goal is not to dismiss or invalidate anyone's experiences, but to foster personal growth and resilience. That was way more drawn out, and I actually liked yours way more. All right. So chat GPT four is that much better. Dude. So that was just the first question. I just I realized like are you wanna you wanna hear the other one? What yeah, because four was way better than three point five. Uh, so yeah, so I started um like realizing, you know, what the AI was and like so the more you like input to it, to like the more you give it to work with, the more it can work with it and like give you back, you know? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I did. I was um, just curious to see how much better it was, and that was a significant difference. So, yeah, there. right. Dude, huge. It was like a, talking to like a, you know, a college person at, rather than like to, to a middle school person, you know, right. something like that. Or a high school person, I guess. You know, maybe freshman right. or sophomore. Like, yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, the, the second question was about like um, taking things personally, and you know, you can, I'm sure you know, like the, the response is right on point with like the four agreements, pretty much. But then I was like, okay, I'm taking the next level, and um. And I actually like gave it some praise. It was like such beautiful truth you speak. A good practice of self-awareness, empathy, and detachment is love, is it not? Please share your th insights on how the act of letting go is the truest form of love and how twisted cultural views on love have become. And here's a response. As an AI language model, I do not process or possess personal beliefs or emotions, but I can provide some information on the concept of love and how it relates to letting go. In its purest form, love is often described as unconditional and, and selfless. Love is about giving to others without ex expecting anything in return and accepting people for who they are, flaws and all. However, cultural perspectives on love have become complex and somewhat twisted, leading people to have different expectations and interpretations of what love is and how it should be expressed. One of the essential aspects of love is the ability to let go. 
letting go is an act of love because it requires us to release control and attachments to people or things, allowing them to grow and evolve in their own way. By giving others the space to be themselves, we can demonstrate our trust, respect, and acceptance for them, showing our love for them even if it means letting go of them. The ability to let go requires us to practice self-awareness and understanding of our, of our emotions and attachments. It means recognizing the impertinence of all things and understanding that change is a natural part of life. By acknowledging this truth, we can free ourselves from attachment, fear, and resistance, allowing us to love more unconditionally and be more at, a, at peace with ourselves and the world around us. In conclusion, in conclusion, letting go is an act of love that requires us to move beyond cultural conditioning and embrace the true essence of love, selflessness, acceptance, and giving without expecting anything in return. By learning to let go and love unconditionally, we can discover greater fulfillment, happiness, and meaning in our lives. <laughs> so good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think actually I got to wave the white flag. I don't think I can top that. I, I just kind of want to end this shit right there. For real? Unless you got something else you want to say. That's what's up, man. Um, No, that, that's that's about good, man. That yeah. was fucking perfect. Really? Well, how about like the... I, I don't think I put my fucking... My cool mask on, dude. Wait, here we go. <laughs> the picture go? Is that your COVID mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's, it kind of sucks because, like, I was really excited when I saw these. I bought them. And I was like, man, I'm going to show this COVID, bro, like, how cool you could be during COVID. And and then they, they, they took off the mask, like, fucking mandates, man. Like, so then I can't be walking around like this with, without mask mandates. Come on. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so I have not ever had the chance to wear them in public. But now, millions of viewers can see how weird I can be. <laughs> I uh, well, millions is quite the exaggeration, but I few mean, people. I said they they have the ability to what like to see. I'm not saying they Ooh. will. Fair. And also, like this, this could be this could like could go on forever, man. You know, it could. I'm not talking in a million years. If one person a year watches it, there'd be like a million people. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, just that's a good goal. One person, one new person a year, dude. Then you have a million views in a million years. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, man. I love you, man. Love you too, brother. Peace. Peace. Do you believe in repair? What if the kingdom of heaven is within you? Do you think you would enter? Huh? What do you know? Huh? How do you know truth from the pit of your soul or just cause somebody told you? Do you think about what you think about? Do you see yourself in the people that you hang around? Keep quiet, let me think aloud. Listen up, wanna break it down. And question your perceptions, I'ma break it down, down. And question your perceptions, do you ever? Question your perceptions, do you ever? Question it all, yeah. What if your money was worthless? Then would you know what you're worth is? And reconsider living with a purpose. How would you determine what work is? Are you seeking what's easy to purchase? Or is it deeper than what's on the surface? Do you question your perceptions? Ever have a soul is real, huh? It ain't your politicians. Know your status. All of that is fiction. So it's real, huh? It ain't your entertainment. Nor the industry I heard is filled with fake shit. 
honey truth, honey truth over everything. Honey truth, honey truth above all else. Honey truth, honey truth over everything. Yeah, give me the truth, give me the truth, give me the truth, yeah.